And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. 25 to 5 on a Friday afternoon, and you know what that means. It's almost time to go to the bottle shop. Luke Smith from Envision Financial, am I right? I'll race you there. <laughs> I'll race you there on a Friday. Did you know that today is a mm. very special day? Is it? It is World Champagne Day. Oh, so when we go to the bottle shop this afternoon, instead of the usual black label, we might have to lash out on some genuine French champagne. What do you reckon? I could have my arm twisted. Yes, I'm sure you could. I thought you were going to say it's, it hasn't rained in 12-hour day. but you know. No, 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 no. Champagne day. I right. Something different. There you go. I Absolutely. like it. I'm not against that. That's... We're here to talk about money as usual. Mm. And, of course, uh, you'll be popping the corks and celebrating once you get the benefit of all of this good advice you're about to hear today. <laughs> today we're talking about how and why to use an interest-only loan as yeah. opposed to a principal and interest loan. Now, we all get the difference, the principal and mm interest, you're paying off the loan as you make your instalments. With mm. an interest-only loan, you're not paying it off, you're just paying the interest. But there's there's a few variations there, aren't there? Yeah, look, exactly. And I think I just want to debunk a couple of assumptions that I see regularly when people come into the office. Like any type of loan structure, you need to use the thing that is right for you. You need to start with your why and say, why am I using this type of loan? Or why would I use this type of loan? You can use principal and interest, and you can use interest only. So start with why, and then actually think to yourself, do I want to pay this thing off? Because if you do, principal and interest will achieve that. Believe it or not, interest only with an offset account will achieve that as well. And that's one of the first things I want to debunk here. People hear the word interest only, and they go into this panicked sweat, but I want to pay it off. I want to get rid of the debt, and you can. Moving to interest only really is about saying, how much do I want to pay in relation to servicing the loan? And am I a good saver? And if your answer to that is no, then I think you should stick to principal and interest because it will pay down the debt and you'll cover your costs over the time that you own a particular asset. If you are a good saver, interest only is a wonderful way of being able to manage your cash flow. And as we said last week, you want to fight rising interest rates and reduce your cash flow costs. Moving to an interest-only loan structure will free up some cash flow because the payment on an interest-only loan is the interest component only, as opposed to principal and interest, which results in a bigger payment. Now, where you are a good saver, interest-only is fantastic because as the loan comes down, because the balance of your offset account is going up, the interest that you are incurring is falling. So it's a bit like a seesaw. Offset account money goes up, outstanding debt goes down. That means that the payment the bank requires is falling and falling and falling. But you're still paying the same instalment. Well, no, you're paying less. Oh, okay. Because they only charge you for what's outstanding. So I did a quick example here. $500,000 at an interest rate, I can't remember what interest rate I used, but $500,000, the payment was uh, $28,500. At $400,000, it's $22,800. That's a $6,000 reduction in the interest that you pay because you've saved $100,000 in your offset account. So if you're a great saver and you've got good, lumpy, chunky cash flow, interest only with an offset account is awesome because you can fill up a debt very quickly, you can reduce the amount that you need to pay in relation to cash flow, If you are not a good saver and you just want to crawl along and plot along and do your thing, 
principle and interest is great. Okay. So you need to assess what am I buying? What do I intend to do with the asset? Do I want to pay it off? And as we said before we came on the air, if you never need to pay it off, don't pay it off. And then if you die, sell the asset, clear the loan, and it's not your problem. Exactly. That's a great outcome. Yeah. Um, so you need to think about why am I borrowing? What am I buying? And do I actually want to pay it off? Because in some instances, you may not want to, which is perfect with this type of loan structure. Yeah. Now, the idea of using an offset account to effectively pay off your interest-only loan might be a bit of a novelty to some people. Mm. Uh, but I guess technically speaking, you still have the loan for the full amount, yes. but you've got this offset savings account. Correct. And the bank uses that to calculate, well, we will only charge you interest on the difference. Exactly. And so by the time you get to the point where you've saved up in your offset account, the same amount that you owe, you can just pay the whole thing out and it's done. Exactly. And that's exactly what I want to stress to people is don't be frightened by the word interest only. Back in the day, like my parents' generation, offset accounts didn't exist. And if you had this type of loan, you never paid it down because you didn't have that offset functionality. Now you can have the best of both worlds and say, I'm going to reduce the commitment from a cash flow perspective. I can still maintain a debt on an asset. But if I can save or I have money from other areas, you can then put it in the offset account and pay down the outstanding loan. So as you said there, the bank says, you owe me $100,000. We'll work out the interest payment on that. Oh, you've put $50,000 in the offset account. Okay, we'll only charge you on that outstanding $50,000, which again, from a cash flow perspective in the current environment, could add huge value to people's strategies and investments and and maintaining a way of staying invested and holding your assets without having to sell them, but then not incurring the same cash flow expense as a traditional principal and interest loan, which can be advantageous. Now, there's a couple of other features to interest-only loans, and uh, sometimes people might just assume that an interest-only loan is always a fixed rate. It's not always a fixed rate. Correct. And the other thing is, of course, people assume that interest-only loans are normally used for buying investment properties. Well, it doesn't have to be. No, but I think with the way that the banks are lending at the moment, it's a great way to have an asset that is outside of your primary residence. You speak to a lot of the brokers now, and it's very hard to get an interest-only loan on your primary residence, if at all. Um, not saying it's not impossible, but in general terms, it's it's a lot harder than it used to be. So from an investment perspective, if you're going to buy an asset like uh, a portfolio of shares, um, a unit, a house, anything that is going to be rented to generate income, a great way of reducing that interest cost, regardless of the asset, and to get the asset as, as neutrally geared as possible, where the rent that the asset generates covers the cost of holding it, which is the interest, you can you can then save into the offset account and have that flexibility of using the money because it's an offset account. So you've still got access to all of the cash in that account. So if you did, in that example, have a $100,000 loan and you had $50,000 in the offset account, if the roof of your house was leaking, you can take from that offset account. So it's a great way to maintain a huge amount of flexibility where unforeseen expenses can pop up and you can still use money in that offset account. Now, if you draw out more, then you're going to pay more because you owe more. Yes. So it's not that interest only is better than principal and interest. We're not saying that at all. All I'm raising here is don't be frightened by interest only. Use it correctly to minimize your interest costs on an asset. Because if you are a good saver, you have good cash flow, or you have a lumpy cash flow where you were in the process of selling assets or you have an inheritance or you have wonderful business cash flow, 
parking some of that money against interest-only loans can be a great way to reduce your interest expense over the duration that you hold an asset. So use it for good, not for evil, <laughs> um, and make sure that you understand that mm. you can actually clear that debt and own an asset whilst having access to your money. And if you have used your interest-only loan for uh, an investment property, of course, the difference between interest-only and principal and interest is that the entire interest payment is all tax deductible, whereas your principal and interest payment is not. That's right. The, the, the outstanding, that's correct, the outstanding amount on an interest-only loan is deductible because it, it isn't a principal component. And you say, the payment that goes on the principal side isn't either. So again, you need to structure something correctly to maximise both the cash flow and the tax efficiency of the debt. And that's generally why people have principal and interest home loans because you're not claiming the interest on your primary residence. So it gives you the ability to know as well, can I fund this and over time the debt will come down. The other big thing to keep in mind is that it's, it's a way of being able to build a portfolio and maintain different exposures from a diversification perspective. So again, managing that cash flow expense is important. Being able to pay down the debt is important. Using the offset account will be able to maximise the tax deductibility, but also then be able to build the asset base that you're using to either fund retirement, buy an asset, or improve an asset if you're going to borrow to do some renovations and things like that you know, managing your cash flow and having the right loan structure. And this is where a good broker comes in to play because they will be able to understand the difference in the rates, yeah. the difference in the payments. And and a big one there as well, big misconception or, or a fear that people have is um, the principal interest rate is less than the interest only rate. Okay, but you need to think, am I trying to manage my cash flow or am I trying to manage the rate? Because the two are completely different when you're looking at your why and the strategy that you're about to undertake. Because managing your cash flow may result in having a slightly higher interest rate because yeah. interest only is a little bit higher than P&I. Yep. Um, but again, if you're saving into that, you wanna bring down the payment the bank is taking. If you have a principal and interest loan, no matter what you hurl into that offset account, the payment that they set when you start will remain the same. So that's not allowing you to control the payment over time, yeah. that's just controlling the rate and people generally run to a lower rate thinking it's better when it may not service the purpose that you, you originally had. Uh, unless, of course, uh, when you have your principal and interest loan, it's a variable rate, in which case mm. the, your payments could increase. Yeah, look, exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, but if you're saving into an offset account with a principal and interest loan, unless you're recasting the loan, which was yeah. something that we spoke about last week, the, the minimum payment will be whatever the bank says it is, regardless of how much you've thrown into the offset account. Yeah, so this is really quite interesting because this arrangement of having an interest-only loan alongside an offset account hmm. operates a lot like a redraw facility, except it's not the same thing. And no, it, that's right. it does have quite important differences. It does. That's, and again, another big misconception is, oh, offset account, redraw, same, same. No. Not same, same. Because if you've got an investment debt and you have a redraw facility and you pull some of the money out of that off or that redraw for a purpose that is not investment related, it can change the tax deductibility of the interest that you're incurring. With an offset account, the purpose of the initial borrowing doesn't change, but you still have full access to the money that's in that offset account. So that's another big misconception like I can't pay off an interest-only loan, yes, you can with an offset. 
oh, offset account and redraw, same, same. No, they're very different. Be very careful because when you go to lodge your tax and the accountant says, what did you pull that money out for? Oh, that was for my kid's school fees. That was for a car. That was for a horse. It's going to impact the tax deductibility of the outstanding debt on your investment assets. So be very careful. And again, that's where a good broker can add huge value by mm. explaining those things in conjunction with your accountant. Okay. So while everybody's individual circumstances are different, uh, it does mm. seem that generally speaking, uh, the offset arrangement may be preferable to a redraw arrangement. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm pro-offset account um, because of the points that we've just made. You've got access to your capital. You can fill it up and take it out at, at, at any point, any time and you haven't lost the ability to draw on your savings. Um, so I'm, I've always been pro-offset account, but I'm also pro-flexibility, and that's ultimately what an offset account provides, whether it's on a principal and interest loan or an interest-only loan. But in this example today of interest-only, it has huge compounding benefit because it'll reduce the payment that you incur, it'll give you access to your capital, it'll reduce the amount that the bank's going to take, and it will allow you to pay off the debt and have the lowest cash flow option possible, again, where you are a good saver. If you are not a good saver, an interest-only account with an offset is not going to be right for you because you'll never save enough to warrant paying the additional interest than you would with principal and interest option. So again, you've got to start with, do I need it? How does it work for me? Is it beneficial? And can I save at an accelerated rate to make using an offset account and an interest-only loan appropriate for the duration that you may have for an asset. Because most interest-only facilities will mature over two, three, five years, and then you'll drop back to a principal and interest payment anyway. So you need to be saving into that offset to future-proof your cash flow when the interest-only period ends, and it converts to a principal and interest structure for the duration or the balance of the, the loan that you've taken out. On 2CC, I'm with Luke Smith from Envision Financial, and today we're talking about how and why to use an interest-only loan. Mm. So, Luke, what are the key things to remember about interest-only loans? Yeah, so the key takeouts for me are, don't be frightened. You can pay off an interest-only loan by using an offset account. Big misconception, but I think that, that frees up a lot of people's cash flow because you may be able to reduce the interest cost or the payment that you're going to have to make every month while you hold an asset, which can be very beneficial. Um, use an interest-only loan to give yourself some breathing space. So if you have investment assets and interest rates are rising significantly, which we've seen, and they will continue to do after the recent um, inflation numbers that have come out, I reckon oh, yeah. we're in for, you know... What is it now? 7.3, I mm, think, now is the inflation yeah, rate. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me if we see, you know, again, don't be pessimistic, but 1% by... January, if not sooner. Um, use, use interest only to lower the cash flow cost of holding your assets. Use an offset account over a redraw facility where that's available to you. Know what your period is in relation to your interest only time frame because it will revert to principal and interest. And make sure that you've got some money in an offset account to prepare yourself for when the interest only payment reverts to principal and interest because it will jump. And an interest only account is generally very good with people that have lumpy or strong savings capacities. If you can't fill up an offset account quickly, you won't realise the true cash flow benefit of paying down an asset and reducing what the bank is going to charge you, and it may be worth sticking with P&I in that instance. But always start with why. 
why am I doing it? Why am I buying this asset? And what is my time frame in relation to holding it? Because that'll have a direct impact on the structure of the loan. And if you're unsure, get a good broker involved because they will be able to do some numbers, some cash flow modeling, and give you some indications of what if this happened with rates and what happened if this goes to this rate so that you've got some um, you know, good quality information in relation to your payments going forwards because most assets that you buy, especially of a property nature, are held for the longer term. Absolutely. So obviously it appears that this arrangement of having an interest-only loan and an offset account uh, is um, a very attractive arrangement, but it may not be for everybody. Yeah, look, and that's exactly right. I'm not. Today was not about saying interest-only is better than in principal and interest. Um, I'm not even saying that interest-only is the right way to go for everybody. It's very much on a case-by-case basis. So you need to start with why and then work backwards from there because there are some key factors that we just touched on that will impact the suitability and the the benefits that are available through interest only. But it's just one way of doing things, but everybody needs to take things on its its own merit. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so interest only loans, don't be afraid of them. They're, they're there to mm. be your friend and yeah. to help don't you achieve- Don't start sweating if you hear the word interest yeah, only. Exactly right. And the idea that you can't pay them off, not true, you can. There are Correct. ways and means to do that. And uh, at the end of the day, um, do you even want to pay it off? Because there may be some circumstances where actually you just want to keep it going. Correct. Exactly. So that's a great example of don't do something just because you think you have to actually sit down and think, what is my plan with this? And does it suit me over the longer term? And the other big one is if an interest only period ends and you're going to go to principal and interest, look to refinance it to another institution and start that again. You don't have to stay where you are and wear that principal and interest loan if it doesn't suit your why going forwards. Indeed. So, Luke, where can listeners get more information? So, 62604749. I think we've got some spots left in November. We've got envisionfinancial.com.au. We've got the website. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker. Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra. We've also now got some YouTube shorts for some little tidbits and, 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 and the best parts of the, the show in one-minute lots. Uh, TikTok, the strategy stacker um, for the younger the younger listeners and some of the older ones that are tech savvy. <laughs> and we've got the book coming out in March. Um, we got the release date for that the other day. So Smart Money Strategy, Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Planning. That'll be on bookstores uh, come March 2023. So. Sensational stuff. So uh, once again, uh, 62604749 is the number for Envision Financial and all of those other things. TikTok, you know you know that's run by the Chinese Communist Party, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it's just <laughs> something for the people. Something for the people. Something for the people. Thanks very much for coming in. No worries. We'll see you next week. Luke Smith from Envision Financial uh, and uh, all about uh, interest-only loans. Luke will be back again at the same time next Friday right here. 